AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Good morning, Kelly. Hey. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, that is the response of a man who had Colin Morikawa in a golf tournament this weekend. I do believe. Yeah, I guess we have to talk about that this hour, don't we? Yeah, I guess. Um, so for those who are tuning in here for the first time when we get to the postseason, we will do a sort of makeshift guessing lines, but we will do so in hour number two. Chrissy will join us. We give him an extra hour to sleep in wild card and division round weekend. So last two uh, weeks of Chrissy uh, doing the whole guessing lines thing. Uh, but we will do that, and we'll go through each game sort of uh, of the teams that have advanced in, in detail as we normally do in, in hour number two. We'll get to uh, Survivor Talk this hour, and yes, we will get to Kelly Bidlin's, I mean, start a, it'd be one thing if the golf season was almost over and you could take a break, Kelly, but this is how it starts. You yeah, okay? That, that was my tweet to someone last night. I'm like, well, thank God the season's over. I'll take a break for a bit, reset no. mentally. Oh, no, it's just the beginning. Never mind. And this on the heels of you having like 100 second place a finishes last year. A dozen tournaments last year where I had an outright finish in second place or T-second. All right. We'll get into the details of that. For those who are, who are immersed in football, you're like, what are they talking about? Well, Kelly will tell you all about it coming up. By the way, I'm functioning at about 75, 80%. Thanks for asking. I think the voice will get through. Yeah, you're uh man, you're still hurt, huh? It is the slowest moving ailment <laughs> in history. Glacial pace through the body. Right, do we need to set a uh, a set a total today? No, no, I'm good. I'm gonna make it through today. I we're, think you are. I think to. we're past that. If stage. I had to set one though, I'm gonna go <laughs> eight thirty two. Okay. Thirty and a half. All right, so there's so many there's so many places to start. By the way, people are totally betting on this downstairs. If, if we're yeah. if we're gonna start somewhere today, and we will get into all the. Uh, all the amazing things that happened yesterday. And by the way, let's just say this about the NFL, just macro. God, am I going to miss this in February? Like two things can be true at the same time. One, God, am I going to miss this in February? And two, at the same time, and Kelly, I am certain I am not being prisoner of the moment here this year, but this has been consistent with all of the power rankings we've done all year long, except for last week. We didn't do any for obvious reasons. But there are so many Drek teams in the NFL that I would argue that even next week, even this coming week of wildcard weekend, can't absorb them all. Oh, totally. Three will get through to division round week. There's, there's legitimately five good teams. The rest are laden with question marks. But yet, as I said, February, I'll be dreaming of this. Uh, you're right. Yeah. No, you, you are absolutely right. This yeah. is we, Me and you talk about this a lot, but a lot off air. But it's the people can't hold two thoughts in their mind. And say, yep. Both are absolutely true. These upcoming games this weekend are, are horrible. That was they first, are god-awful. Your first reaction when they put up the that screen. That was my first reaction. You're like, oh, my God. It, it really is true. Like, uh, I don't like, even like games that we think are going to be tight don't mean they're going to be good. Like, I don't really care to watch them. Uh, here, by the way, are just the overall odds. So I guess we should reset for for the Super Bowl title for conference odds. No surprise, the Chiefs 
uh, amongst the AFC teams. We'll do them in seeding form here. Uh, plus 350 to win it all are the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills are 4-1. to one. The Bengals are plus 850. I'm not sure if uh, I agree necessary with that separation between those three teams. Uh, I'd probably put the Bills more towards the middle of the Chiefs and the Bengals, but oh well, that's what it is. And then you see everybody else starting with the Chargers, 20-1 to one to win it all. Um, cut those in half, generally speaking, to win the conference, the uh, Dolphins. 61. That's the other thing about this these post this postseason, which has bled in from the regular season. And again, the second most backup quarterbacks ever to uh, start during an NFL season. We don't know who's starting at quarterback for the Dolphins. I'm going to have to have a line that is, you know, the the Tua slash Teddy Bridgewater line versus the Skylar Thompson line. We do not know what the Baltimore Ravens quarterback situation is. As of last night, Mike Florio already, you know, saying and he's tapped into the Baltimore organization. He's saying they have no idea if Lamar Jackson is playing next week against the Cincinnati Bengals. Lamar Jackson, who has missed five games already and obviously has the uh, the contract issues on the side. So that's the uh, stuff in the AFC. Do we have the NFC real quick, by the way, as well? Yeah, I believe we do. I, th- I think it's far more of an unknown on the Baltimore side. Yes. Don't you agree? Like that I is think a, so. I think so, but who knows? I like I really don't know yeah. what to expect out of the Ravens uh, this week in that Lamar Jackson situation. I, I believe two is not going to play. Two is one thing because it's a concussion you never know. Right. Yeah. Teddy's the finger. Uh, Eagles and Niners, uh, both the short shots in the NFC, among NFC teams, I should say, to win the Super Bowl, plus 550 each, and then everybody else is double digits. Led by the Cowboys, who could not have looked more awful yesterday. Among the many stories coming out of yesterday is how Brandon Staley, you know, decided to play everybody. You know, Keenan Allen, Joshua Palmer, they played the entire game. Justin Herbert didn't get subbed in for until the 11-plus minute mark left in the fourth quarter. And so Brandon Staley is appropriately catching the most heat. But I would argue... I would argue that someone like Mike McCarthy is coming out of that unscathed. Like, I get it. The Cowboys technically had something to play for yesterday. And sure, maybe you start your regulars. But as soon as you look up at the scoreboard and you see that the Eagles are rolling against the Giants and that your team looks god-awful, and maybe, by the way, that's the counter-argument, that your team looks so god-awful that you wanted them to stay in and, and get their reps. But I would argue Mike McCarthy was just as guilty as Brandon Staley, and yet he's unscathed for it. I really would. Maybe not just as, because technically they had a shot at it. But as soon as you look up at the scoreboard, the Eagles are up 19 and nothing, and I get it. It got closer. Pull these guys. Tom Brady played for almost a half. He doesn't usually get hurt because he gets rid of the ball so quick. That's, that's a thing. But I, I do think that Brandon Staley justifiably got the most of it, but he was not alone. By the way, Brandon Staley on keeping all of those players in in a game that was meaningless once the Ravens lost earlier in the day. We only, get, we only get two practice squad elevations for the game, and you have to put a team out there. And you can't decide when you're having to play a football game who isn't going to play and who is going to play and how you're going to subtract this. You've got to go out there and play the football game because we don't have, this isn't the preseason where you have 90 guys to choose from. You only have 48 pre- players to choose from. So you have to go out there. You have to field a football team. And so we did it the best we could. We wanted to play well in the game, and then we wanted to be safe for next week, and that's what we did. Word salad, Kelly, is what that was. You can't pick and choose who's not who's not going to play. Yeah, you can. You're the head coach. You, you you could sit your quarterback, who's a pretty dang important position. Mike Williams carted off in the second quarter. Joey Bosa, <sighs> groin injury. I mean, Mike, Mike Williams. I kind of rolled my eyes when I first saw him. Like this guy can't. He him can't and Keenan Allen field. cannot stay on the field can't together. Field. It's one of the most incredible things no. I've ever seen in sports. But then that was my first reaction. The second reaction, what's he doing out there in the first place? Yeah. Right, what is he doing out there? And, and our buddy Matt Brown from uh, Final Countdown, formerly of Primetime Action, he, he Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni, weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here in Visa. Uh, he was saying also via text, he said, you know, these guys talk about the only thing that matters is winning the Super Bowl, right? Well, if that's the only thing that matters, what are you doing? Yeah. Yep. What are you doing? All right, let's. It's, uh, kind of, it's kind of one of those like I don't, you know, I know it's a weird comparison, but it's when people freak out about the NBA and load management stuff. Yeah, it's well, if I was in the coach's shoes, I can't really argue with it. I know it sucks for us as fans and betters and all that. Yeah, but if that's the goal, right? The goal is to win it all. What what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, and that's basketball, right? And you're dealing with a whole generation of people who saw Michael Jordan play 82 games nearly every year and win six championships. So there's a whole generation. 
of us that are going to be like, well, it's basketball play. Football's a different story. Not that you can't get hurt on a basketball court. Anyway, Brandon Staley, I wanted to love you, but good God. Uh, it's me too. Yeah. Right? I think all of us, all of us gamblers, we want to love this guy. But So let me, let me talk about a couple of wards. We'll get, we'll get into all these games from yesterday and the, uh, the games coming up next week uh, coming up on the show. And we'll talk college football with Chris Felica here momentarily, the national championship tonight. And Bud Elliott joins us for 24-7 Sports to talk about the natty between uh, Georgia and TCU. By the way, Felica on the cusp, maybe, of winning the Humans uh, football challenge. Yeah. Whew. Took a step back, though. But he's got a shot he at did, it. Yeah, he did enter this weekend with the lead, right? He'll, he'll give us all the details okay. here coming up. Yeah, I think he's got a shot. So, Offensive Rookie of the Year, sir. Okay, before we talk about the award, let's just have a conversation as if we weren't doing a betting show. Who in your heart of hearts do you think is actually the best rookie? This is a completely side conversation. It has nothing to do with the awards. Who in your heart of hearts do you think was actually the best rookie this year? Damian Pierce. I'm going to say George Pickens. Okay. Okay. I think Pickens is going to be like the best of the bunch. I was just, I was going to say it's Damian Pierce, and then I think it's several wide receivers before I get to the next person. Who do you think will win and should win Offensive Rookie of the Year? Uh, I think Walker will win it. I don't know who should win it. I, am, I think it's tough. I am convinced that Brock Purdy is going to win this award. Now, full disclosure, I have a plus 750 on Brock Purdy. Some people have better numbers. But I believe that they are so quarterback loving voters, and justifiably so, that even having played in six games and started five of them, he is going to win this award. Yes, it would be unprecedented, but I think he's going to do it. Now, what about comeback player of the year? Who's winning that? Uh, Gino. I do too. I, on this show, we have never wavered. We think Geno Smith is going to win comeback player of the year. Now, it got, it got a little dicey. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with Saquon winning it. But I think Gino will get it. Gino, here's the thing. Voters have to go back to how they felt about Geno Smith before this season started. He had a career of suckitude. People made fun of him. And Geno Smith ended up setting the Seattle Seahawks franchise record for passing yards. All those Russell Wilson seasons, and I know that most of them were 16 games. But still, he sets the Seattle Seahawks passing yardage record. By the way, leads the uh, NFC and or the NFL rather than completion percentage for what that's worth. But also the Seattle Seahawks, this just in are headed to the postseason. Yeah, and that matters a lot. Geno Smith is so clearly the comeback player of the year. The that, that's where you can't compare positions, right? On two playoff teams, you can't compare a running back to a quarterback. To me, it's not even close. I, I will after the break before we talk to Felica. I, I do want to put in one comeback player of the year caveat and has to do with the voting mechanics. Let me say that again. The voting mechanics. Talk about that after the break. Felica joins us to talk about the natty. Numbers game V the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only uh, $9.99. That is $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosting guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports. VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets. 
and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsan.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. Become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. I would imagine that's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. Mm. We get tweets at beating the book. Crazy Carl. Hey, Crazy Carl's tweeting. I don't know who that is. Uh, he, says, he says, I think a tremendous amount of credit should be given to Jim Irsay. He accomplished what Mrs. Wel- what Miss Welton attempted on Ted Lasso. Lose on purpose by hiring an incompetent coach. Also, Ted Lasso is just okay. When people tell you it's great, judge them accordingly. Couldn't agree more on Ted Lasso, Crazy Carl. Let the hate wash over me. <laughs> Blue Hen Bill. So is Lovey the only coach ever fired for winning a game? LOL. We'll get to that here momentarily. Jason H11. Uh, Kelly says, I'll take the under on Gil. He's one rant on this weekend's Plinko from completely losing his voice. <laughs> Doug Wedge. Hey, you got to set a line. I had to set a line. I'm going to get through it. Doug Wedge. Oh, we'll get to this too, this segment. I also had Morikawa at 20 to 1, but never trusted it. Took Rom at 33 to 1 in play when Morikawa was up by seven strokes yesterday. He was at uh, some ridiculous number. Rom was the only one I thought that could ruin my day ended up with more in my account than I would have otherwise. Well, Doug Wedge, that is not going to be received kindly by Kelly Bidlin. Yeah. But good for you. I, I mean, dude, good for you. I mean, yeah, I I hedged off a bit too later, way later on. But I, with more cow up seven strokes, I don't know what what made you what, what made you think that he would have ever lost that thing. Rick Ollier, Michael Jordan flu game, Kirk Gibson World Series uh, bomb game, Gilly's voice show, great moments in sports history. Thank you. I am a hero. <laughs> a total hero. Eduardo, please crucify the Texans franchise from top to bottom. They are all stupid. You promised the fans change and to have hope, and yet let a coach who knows he's getting fired go out and screw them on the way out the door. Well, someone suggested this. I, for, I apologize for not uh, knowing the, the gentleman's name or whoever it was that suggested this on Friday via Twitter that it was going to be Lovey's shot out the door yeah. to the franchise. Like, watch this. Watch us win. Here's the thing. Fourth and 12 and fourth and 20. And on the fourth and 20, the DB miss, kind of mistimes his jump because I'm like, oh, that's getting picked. Touchdown. And then they go for two and win. So now there's a, there's, there's a few things here. Like the, on, the only fourth and 20 uh, conversion this year, I believe, Carl sent me a couple a couple of tweets last night. It was like first fourth and 20 of the year, and then both teams converted a fourth and 10. That was the first time that happened this year. So a couple implications, some much more serious than others. First of all, in the Megapod, what that did was it ended up closing the season, Wishnev 30-22-2, and, and, and me 30-23. and 23. And remember, I picked the Bengals-Bills game, which didn't get completed. Should I not get an extra game to put it into a tie percentage-wise? He, he had the Texans. I had the Colts. That's what lost it for me. Wait, what are you saying? Should you not just get a tie added? Is no, that... should I get an extra game added in the postseason or something to try to get a percentage points tie? Because I, I played one less game in the end. I don't know, man. Okay. Here's the That's big... Right, like, like, you know what I mean? I, 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 I legitimately feel a little bad for these books. I never feel bad for the books of like, how do you grade some of this stuff? I don't know. So that that's the, you know, tongue in cheek thing. The real one is Circus Survivor. Circus Survivor yesterday, three finalists, Browna or Brown A, not sure how you pronounce it, took the Jaguars. Jed, entry name, took the Seahawks. The Enemy Within took the Colts. Oh boy. Now here's the thing. As Dave Tooley, as our own Dave Tooley reports, there was some sort of side chop. Now, I suggested last week, all last week, just all take the Jaguars and go home. Split it two point, you know, what is it, 2,044,000 plus. Yeah. They did some kind of chop on the side. We don't know the details. They have an NDA. But let's say, Kelly, let's say they all agreed to split, you know, all agreed to guarantee each other 1 million each, and then they would gamble on the rest of it. Oh, that's still a lot of money, mm-hmm. even if it's that. And if you're like, yeah, but Gilly won a million dollars. Yeah, but after taxes, it's kind of like after all that, you're like, uh, still good, but uh. yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Anyway, uh, Brown. Here's the point: Brown A got there because of a scoop and score late for the Jaguars. Jed gets there because there was a very questionable running into the kicker call on the Rams. All amazing. The Seahawks were able to push overtime and get there. And in one of the more brutal bad beats ever, 
the enemy within, who, remember, was the guy who was a yard away in that Raiders-Pittsburgh game when Kenny Pickett got the sneak for one yard, he ends up losing out on this. So Brown A and Jed, Brown A who had the Jaguars and Jed, just for technical purposes, they end up splitting the pot, each of whom, each of whom now gets on the ledger $3.066.5 million, $3,066,500 apiece, at least on the ledger, but we know that there's some chop, so it's probably a little less than that. The enemy within comes away with some. And by the way, there was many a hedging opportunity for all these, right? Brown A could have played the Titans plus the points. Jed could have played the Rams plus the points. And the enemy within could have played the Texans plus the points. Yeah, I mean, this is this is how survivors should end, though, right? Yeah. I mean, this it is what be. everybody else went through the entire year. You had yeah. You have someone who had one unbelievable loss. And you had two other guys that won games that maybe shouldn't have got there. Over. I mean, it, it 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 all takes you need lucky bounces to get through an entire oh, contest. And we like this. and we went through on Friday, in case you missed it, Thursday or Friday, just how many absolute strokes of luck it required all yeah. of these entries to get there. It, Minimum a quarter of their seasons were just blind luck. And, and, is, and isn't this the best example of yes, this is why you get in the room with two the two other guys and figure out a, a settlement ahead of time. Yep. So I hope they made out. I, I hope the enemy within made out okay. I hope it wasn't too painful yesterday. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin in the house. Radio's Kelly Bidlin, by the way. You're supposed to identify everybody, so I just wanted to. Identify you, Kelly. <laughs> um, or just Kelly Bidlin. Uh, that's true, as well. Now heard on radio. <laughs> By the way, pro tip of the hour. We did not give a pro tip last hour, so we are uh, delinquent in that. Uh, know when to cut a bet loose. Know when to cut a bet loose, that is, and get in on the other side live to minimize damage or maybe even turn a profit. For example, golf bettors out there who had Colin Morikawa yesterday. My goodness. Um, that's the thing with golf, too, as we do these shows and we have to provide content and static form here at a certain time during the week, and we talk about your pre-flop golf bets. The problem is then you key. It's tough to come back on a Monday, Kelly, and then tell an audience who said, I'm picking these golfers and say, hey, I got out of it by bet this. But that's what you got to do. Yeah. That's what you got to do. I, I talked about this with the FedEx Cup a couple years ago when I had Kepka and I got in on McElroy just at the right time, and then some people are inevitably mad about that, but you got to do that. You got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them, I believe. I yeah, just came up with that. I, I mean, l- luckily, Morikawa gave you a lot of time to think about it yesterday. Yes, when, he did. When you wanted to hedge. And, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, look, I, I mean, I waited, I thought, as long as I uh, could have, probably. No, I don't want to, I mean, I don't even want to say I should have taken Rom earlier. The guy was cruising for three and a half rounds. It's a joke. But you got you to get out. It's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on Visa to cross every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for Visa Pro subscribers only at Visa.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. By the way, we mentioned Lovey Smith, of course, fired uh, yesterday after the uh, Texans win, and therefore, ergo, end up with the number two pick in the draft as opposed to the number one pick in the draft, the Chicago Bears loss to the Minnesota Vikings, ensure that they will have the number one pick in the draft, and they are open for business, one would imagine, because they have Justin Fields in tow already, open for business on anybody who wants to trade up there and draft either Bryce Younger, C.J. Stroud. That's the team I want to applaud this year, right? Like, you get you get rid of defensive pieces, so you have a bad defense, so you almost never stand a chance the whole season, yet you're able to build offensively and maybe impress some people, whatever, get some work in, and then you now you end up with the number one pick because yeah. somebody else screwed up. The other thing that happened, Cleveland Browns fired defensive coordinator Joe Woods early this morning uh, following consecutive losing seasons, a league source telling ESPN. So that would sort of indicate that Kevin Stefanski is okay, one would imagine. And before we get to guessing lines with Chrissy, one last thing uh, we wanted to track this. So this is from the week of November 1st. So this was after week 12. So roughly two-thirds of the way through the NFL season, I came on the show and I said, hey, we got to know who the 14 playoff teams are already, don't we? Well, guess what? 12 of 14 hit. 
the only ones that were wrong. I had the Titans instead of the Jaguars. That came down, obviously, to the Saturday night game and a scoop and score that made that the Jaguars and not the Titans. And then in the NFC, the only one wrong was the Commanders, who instead uh, was the Giants. The Giants won game in the standings better than the Commanders. And remember, that really came down to the whole Terry McLaurin, am I offsides, am I not, or am I onside, am I not, and then uh, Curtis Samuel getting hugged in the end zone. That might have been the difference between those two teams' seasons. So just, you know, I don't know if you're wondering what's the point of that. Just keep that in mind, that sort of uh, keep your North Star in mind as you handicap the rest of the way, that what you think two-thirds of the way through the season might actually be spot on come end of season. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Guessing Lines Wild Card Week with the great Chrissy Andrews. My mishpoka, Chrissy Andrews, ladies and gentlemen, who runs the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook right behind us here at the lovely South Point Hotel. Tip of the strip here in Las Vegas. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. You had a good weekend bookmaking-wise? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I know, uh, Patrick Everson came by, and you know, one of the, and it, it was a fight all day. And I told him, I said, you know, if I could have signed up for uh, breaking even this morning, show me where to sign. But he wound up making a little bit of a profit, you know, and uh, you know, keep Mr. Gone happy and uh, wound up a decent day. So for those who are just tuning into this for the first time, what we do during the regular season is really a, a nod, a throwback to the old Stardust radio show of the same ilk where I don't know the lines, and then Chrissy tells us Monday morning, Monday morning, I guess what the lines ought to be in, you know, up to 16 NFL games, and then Chrissy tells us what he's going to post after the show here at the South Point. These, I make my, for, for the playoffs, I make my guesses yesterday. We find out what they are. Um, so it's not exactly the same exercise because I, I don't stay in the cocoon nearly as long, but it's basically the same point. We'll see if there's, uh, the point of all of this is to sort of extract value in that exercise and see, see where, uh, you might be driven to make wagers. Now, remember, we have the new format of two games on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. Kelly, you like that format? Two, yeah. three, one? Yeah, yeah. I, I do, do too. Like I think I like it too. A little less uh, exhaustion for two straight days. Let us begin with the first. Let's do these in chronological order. Let's do the first game on Saturday, which, remember, is an afternoon game. Yep, Seahawks and 49ers. Seahawks and 49ers, the number seven seed Seahawks, the nine and eight Seahawks who get there by virtue of their win against the Rams and the loss um, by the Green Bay Packers last night to the Detroit Lions, 22-16. And what was, uh, who knows, could be Aaron Rodgers' last game in Green Bay. Kind of acted like it afterwards, not wanting to do a jersey swap. Not neither here nor there for this. But Seattle, nine and eight, the seventh seed against the number two seeded Niners in the NFC who are 13-4. and four. This will be on Fox. Uh, Seahawks remember that game yesterday. They were down 16-13. They had a drive that was stopped 4th and 3 at their own 21 with 8.47 left, extended by a running into the kicker penalty. Very controversial. Ended up with a first and goal at the Rams, too. Couldn't punch it in, though. In fact, we're net minus 2 yards on those 3 downs. Field goal tied it at 16-16 with 2.19 left. Then the final drive, Ramsey gets called for an unnecessary roughness penalty when he's standing on the sidelines and Gino runs straight into him. <laughs> Metcalf doesn't get flagged for a finger in Ramsey face after that. And so Jason Myers, 46-yard field goal try, this should be it. Except he doinks it off the right upright, and we're going overtime. Remember, at this point, Seattle needed to win this. I mean, the drama yesterday in both the NFC and AFC for those last playoff spots. Remember, Seattle's position at this point was they needed a win and a Green Bay loss. But without the win, they had no shot here. After a Seattle punt uh, in overtime now, Quandre Diggs picks off Baker Mayfield on a ball that took forever to come down. Looked like the receiver was wide open, but it was just like uh, throwing. Uh, Mayfield was so late on that throw. So he late. was wide open. He threw like three seconds late. By the way, they didn't make enough of this on the broadcast, or they sort of passed it off as something else. Did you see after Diggs picked off that ball, he like pointed at the Rams sideline yeah, and then yeah. like strolled out of bounds? I'm like, dude, this is for a playoff spot. <laughs> it was, I, Stop I, pointing at people. I didn't want to cut in, but like th that Metcalf thing, I've, he does that crap all, all the, the time. time. All like, the it's time. amazing. He should have been flagged for it. He got lucky. I mean, I guess it didn't really matter, but you know, it's. I don't know why you can't retaliate like that. You can't. 
Myers ends up with a 32-yard field goal after that pick. Seahawks win it 19-16, to had themselves a watch party, and boy, was that, that must have been a fun watch party when the Packers lost later that night. Seahawks in the playoffs. Geno, 19 of 31 for 213, one touchdown, two picks. He was sacked three times. Kenneth Walker, 29 for 114. They held the Rams to 14 first downs and only 269 total yards. Give Geno the Comeback Player of the Year award already. And then the Niners, 10-game winning streak. They finished 13-4. and four. The Niners officially became the first team. Listen to this. This is a very Pittsburgh Steelers-like stat. Pittsburgh Ravens kind of stat. The Niners officially became the first team to have every one of their opponents lose their next game this year. Mm-hmm. That according to David Lombardi of The Athletic. 0-15, the only footnote that after the Chiefs beat the Niners in Week 7, KC did have a, a bye uh, before beating the Titans in Week 9. So that was the one little caveat to it. Purdy, 15 of 20 against the uh, Cardinals yesterday for 178. Three touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked four times. The third rookie quarterback ever to win his first five starts. Can you name the other two? Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. And another former Steeler, I believe. Tommy Maddox. Mike Krucek. My, oh, my man. They held the Don't card. ever say anything bad about Mike Cruz. I didn't. I said okay, the opposite. Yeah, okay. That's my guy. Where, where is it? With all the Chrissy Andrews, don't ever say bad about scale. Who's number one? Franco? Whew. He might be number one. I'd have to think about it. Franco, Mean Joe, Jack Lambert. By the way, here's another stat from NFL Research. Highest passer rating through the first five career quarterback starts in the Super Bowl era. Wow. Kurt Warner, 131.4. Brock Purdy, 119. Patrick Mahomes, 116.3. One of those names might not be like the others. Warner did so in 1999, went on to win the NFL and Super Bowl MVP, uh, as both NFL and Super Bowl MVPs that season. Mahomes also won each within his first three seasons. Uh, finally on that, uh, for the Niners yesterday, uh, they held the Cardinals to 11 first downs, 255 total yards, plus four in turnovers. That's really all you need to know. That led directly to 17 Niners points. I said the Niners minus 10 and a half. This had to be double digits, right? Yeah, you know, it, it opened 10 pretty much everywhere. I opened 10 and a half. My numbers come to 11 and a half. You know, I'm, I love this Niner team right now. And, you know, you can see by my Super Bowl odds, I have them winning the NFC, even though they don't have the home field advantage. They're going to have to go on the road probably to Philadelphia. What's your number on them? On who? Niners. On the Niners to win the, to win the Super Bowl and the yeah. NFC. Yeah. Win the NFC plus 160 to win the Super Bowl 3 to 1. In other words, I'm telling you, go bet them somewhere else. I mean, I'll give you a bet, but you, you can find much better numbers elsewhere. Yeah, uh, I think this team's terrific. So I made it 11 and a half. Like I said, it opened 10 everywhere. Um, I opened 10 and a half. I'll tell you the truth, I was ready to go to 11 this morning just to go make sure I get a bet. And some one of the wise guys came in and took the 10 and a half off me. So I'm at 10 right now. But uh, I am going to trend high as much as I can this week. And it just shows you just a lesson, everybody, in sort of the, the vagaries of betting. The day that the Niners decided this offseason, remember in August they weren't going to have Jimmy G, they weren't going to have Jimmy G, and then one day they turned around and they said, oh, you know what, they they finally came to their senses, like, you know what, we're going to keep Jimmy G on this roster. Yeah, it was like $6 or something, which is peanuts in this day and age. And that day I bet the Niners to win it all and the Niners to win the NFC. I want to say it was 16-1 to and 8-1 to at the time. Yeah. But that was because I thought it would be Jimmy G. And here I am sitting in a catbird seat. And it's Brock Purdy mystery relevant. And it just shows you sometimes some of your bets, your best bets are not at all what you intended, or at least the handicap of them. It's a crazy world out there. It is what you intended them to be. We'll come back. More Wild Card Weekend. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
a numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Splitting bets! Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It's Gil Alexander. It's Chris the Andrews. My Mishpucha, you wanted to give a shout-out to Chris the Bear, Felica? The Bear, early in the season. Oh, no, before the season, preseason, told me, watch out for TCU. I don't know if he had him in the championship game, but I think he – I don't mean to speak for the Bear, but I think he might have had him to win the Big 12. But it was funny. All year, the wise guys bet against TCU – like every week, and they were great to me all year. Now, unfortunately, yes, tonight I think I might need Georgia in this game. I don't know though. We got we got a long way to go, but uh, you know the bear the bear was right on it. Wise guys, you know, poo pooed them, but they they were very good, and the bear tipped me off early, so it was very good. Season wins and all that other stuff. I shaded TCU this, so they were a great team for me all all year. Bear, thank you very much. That bear might know some stuff. You think he he has uh, either Georgia tonight against the against the uh, spread or the under to win. The uh, Circa, Circa oh, okay. Friday Invitation. Why yeah. do I have such trouble saying that? The Circa Friday Football Invitation. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, obviously, you and I are rooting for him. Well, yes. there's a lot of friends. We have yeah. some friends in that. You know. Uh, we get tweets. Scotty B. I was the one who sent the Lovey tweet on Friday. Yes, Scotty B. Seven two six. The one who said, "Hey, what if uh, Lovey just uh, sort of sticks it to the franchise by winning that game?" Fourth Thanks, Scotty. Yeah, we, we kind of thought we thought about it at the time. Obviously, he can only do so much, but it's fourth and twelve and fourth and twenty. Maybe you just know, I didn't see the final play. My wife was telling me all about oh, it. Oh my god, I didn't see it. Just mistimed his jump. The de- defensive back. <laughs> Jet just had circus survivor implications. Oh, I know. Yeah, I heard. Oh, that's that's brutal. That's a brutal beat. It's I brutal. mean, there, there's a reason why in a lot of other uh, workplaces, when when you get fired, you, you leave that day or the next day. Not like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna kick you out of the building in a week. Okay. Yeah, Jesse Welch. Uh, time frame of when Morikawa, uh, Morikawa started to uh, look worrisome is important to that pro tip. I also made uh, more hedging on Rom than I would have because it just happened to be halftime of whatever game I was watching when I flipped over. Kelly's the top five picking goat, he said. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm, I, you know, we only have so much space to write in those pro tips. What he just mentioned right there is exactly that. It's, yeah. it's when Morikawa's game was starting to fall apart. It's knowing the moment of when to jump in, and that was when it was starting to fall apart, and you knew it was in his head. And you have John Rahm on the other side. That's when you have to get in. You got to get in big. This is about my uh, point about Sean McVay. This is from "It's Not Just Juice If You Win." Who the heck are the Rams going to get as head coach? They don't have a first rounder until 2030. McVay, typical millennial, needed instant gratification by mortgaging the Rams' future. Now he's taking his ball and going home. Sports savant. It's been 16 hours since the Rams game. Ended. I've already had enough of McVeigh. Just go away directly to a pro, uh, top broadcasting gig. Uh, Mike Ross hearing about the choke job hurts my soul. One positive is that I did a win place with him, but they pay out. Def, uh, pay out definitely wasn't close. Oh, and Tomlin has never had a losing season. What? What was the first part of that tweet on golf? Yeah. Each way betting if it's available to you. It's no, we don't have it out here in Vegas. There's a couple of the books. I know Bet Rivers does it. Uh, if you're in other states. Each way betting is a great way to bet golf, which basically what it does is you can pick an outright bet, and then if it's uh, top five, top eight, might give you different options. It's kind of it's kind of complicated, but what it does is it will split your bet then split between bets. a true outright and a top five. So that's what that guy did right there. Hit hit on a top five each way. On By the way, the reason we don't have that is the uh, the the systems, the computer systems, which there's only a few. Uh, regu- uh, with licenses here in Nevada, they don't have that option available. I've talked to Jay Cornegay about it. We'd love to be able isn't, to start booking that. Isn't That's that interesting. The, isn't that the single biggest limitation of Nevada is that the technology is such that so much is not able to be sort of jammed into the system? Uh, well, it, yes and no. But, you know, we also don't have a lot of the problems technologically that I see happen in some of the other jurisdictions. So we have a very vigorous licensing procedure. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's too rigorous at times. I do, but they, they do have the integrity of Nevada gaming uh, at, at the forefront. Um, that Mike Tomlin point again, we, we sort of buried the headline at the beginning because we have, since the summer, we have made this joke about how 
everybody was bringing up this Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season stat. And finally, I remember the first time I joked about it where I'm like, no, really? <laughs> that thing landed with people harder than almost, I mean, more more definitively than almost anything we did. Must have gotten like 50 tweets yeah. about that yesterday. Yeah, we got more tweets about that than anything. It was just, it, it's not. It's, it's not amazing. Make, it, it's not making fun of anybody, no. criticizing anybody. No, no, it no. was, it was. It just came from a, look, we do this show every day, yes. right? All year 100%. long. So during the summer, what do we do? We talk about NFL and preview NFL so, so much. The top of everybody's notes for the Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers was because they saw it somewhere. But, you know, again, good job by everybody. But someone's note on every Pittsburgh Steelers preview heading into the season was, you know, Mike Tomlin since he's been there. But, they haven't had a losing season. But let me yeah, tell you but this. what was the season win total? It was like seven and a half, and I got a <laughs> ton of money on the under. I kept taking it. I'll tell you. It's an, ama- I it's I an amazing know. record, man. Uh, yeah, go back and look what the season win totals have been with the Steelers. And if you just blindly bet nothing but the over for Mike Tomlin's career, you might be retired about now. Mm-hmm. Just by comparison, 16 seasons, not a single losing season. Bill Belichick now with his third and 23. Um, obviously, one had Tom Brady, one had Big Ben for most of their uh, tenures, but still amazing. Let's go to the uh, second game on Saturday. Yeah, this one, 5-15 Pacific time, uh, Chargers at Jaguars. 5-4 yeah. game in the AFC. Had a statue of Big Ben the last two years, but okay. <laughs> That's true. That's true. 5-4 uh, game in the AFC. NBC will air this one between the Charge A and the Jacksonville Jaguars, or for some, the Jaguars. <laughs> Don't understand that. Chargers, once again, they decided to play all their starters yesterday. Mike Williams carted off with a back injury in the second quarter. And finally, with 11-15 left in the game and down 31-20, Brandon Staley decided to finally put Chase Daniel in for uh, Justin Herbert. Still had Keenan Allen, Joshua Palmer in the whole way. Herbert ended up 25-37 for 273, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, He was sacked one. He's the second player ever with 25-plus touchdown passes in each of his first three seasons. Peyton Manning's the other. Keenan Allen, 8 for 102 and two touchdowns. But here's the thing, and we talked about this at the top, how dreck, how terrible most of the teams in the NFL are. They're legitimately five good football teams. Chargers gave up 471 yards to the Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos yesterday in a 31-28 loss. Oh, my goodness, Brandon Staley, playing everybody. That line moved crazy towards the Broncos, like a nine-point swing, assuming he wouldn't. Jacksonville gets there by virtue of their Saturday night win against the Titans. That was for the AFC South crown. It looked like Josh Dobbs and the Titans were going to get it done, but then a scoop and score late. Third and three at the Tennessee 17, 647 left. Dobbs to Jonathan Ward hit well short of the sticks. He somehow spun off and moved the chains, and you're like, oh, wow, the Titans are destined to win this. But six plays later, Hobbs hit by Rayshon Jenkins, fumbles Josh Allen to the house. Not that Josh Allen, the other one. 20-16 20-16 to 16 Jacksonville. Titans do end up with the football. We'll forget about this. They ended up with the, the with the ball at the 50-yard line with all three timeouts left and two minutes on the clock. Couldn't move the sticks from there. Trevor Lawrence, 20 of 32 for 212. One touchdown, no pick. He wasn't sacked. The Jaguars only, got, only had 13 first downs in this game. That's it. They were outgained by Tennessee, 312 to 222. Mm-hmm. The Joshua Dobbs, I just got off the street, Tennessee Titans, 312 to 222. And the Jaguars only had 19 rushing yards. They were out time of possession, 36-12 to 23-48. So, I mean, this game represents sort of the mediocrity of this coming weekend's NFL playoffs. But I, you know, I have the Chargers minus three on the road. Am I high? Oh, yeah, sure. I don't well, mean, like, you know, you know what you chemically mean. high. I just mean, am I high? <laughs> no, we know you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Uh, it opened. Well, I saw a, a whole bunch of different numbers. My numbers come to pick on the game. But I saw the Chargers mostly favored. I did open at pick, and they bet me the Chargers last night. And I wound up going to one. And uh, this morning I saw it moving up as high as two in a lot of spots. I had m- a little more money on the Chargers minus one. So I went to one and a half. I saw it drop back down. So now it's one, Chargers one. I even see a pick out there. Who is it? Circa has pick. So I'm back to one. So I'm pretty heavy on the Chargers. I think pick is a good number here. I mean, this is one of those games. Um, I think the quarterback, you know, Herbert at this point in time is a better quarterback. Yes. Uh, but not by that much anymore, you know. Uh, and but he I, is. But he, he is. is. Yeah. 
But I think the coaching mismatch has to go in favor of the Jaguars. It's such a tough game, right? Because if the if if you knew the Chargers were going to be at their best, well, but okay. you have no clue if that's like there's. I mean, you could say that about any game, but the Chargers yeah. particularly are so up in the air from week to week. Yeah. By the way, that three that the final the Denver game fall, fell three with the Chargers. Yeah. That was a horrible number. Oh, that was for, brutal. Yeah. Uh, I, it was about a nine point move. By the way, you bring up Doug Peterson. We just saw 15 games of Nathaniel Hackett as a pro football coach. But is Urban Meyer, based on this turnaround, the North Star by which all bad coaching will now be measured? He's way up there. He's way up there. He's he's way up there. We'd have to take a look. But I think Peterson's a hell of a coach. And pick him, I thought, was a good number. Four games to get to. Numbers game. Based in the Sports Betting Network. numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey, if you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSEN experts have got you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports, VSEN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSEN.com slash subscribe today. To sign up for only $9.99, that's $9.99, and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Again, apologies for the uh, for the voice. Slowest moving, most glacial moving uh, illness ever. Almost there. I'd say about 70%. I told you not to go to that Slipknot concert this weekend. You just had to go. <laughs> had to get in the headbanging circle. Slipknot. <laughs> By the way, the 1999, uh, Woodstock 99, you seen that documentary oh, we yeah. talked about? It? Incredible. Phenomenal. Incredible. By the way, I'd like to submit a uh, pro tip suggestion for the hour. Slipknot uh, concert? No. Check him out. Uh, Bud Elliott trying to retire in 10 years. Did you see him slip that in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just brought, just brought up the guys downstairs. Maybe we should text Bud and be like, hey, uh, want to elaborate on that? Yeah, seriously. Like, what do you what do you got cooking here? You got retirement plans going on. I right? like it. I like it, too. He's like 30 years old. He's like, I'm retired. I'll be that guy that's here at 78 holding down Visa and still in the same chair. (laughs) Chrissy, your book is out. My book is out, yeah. Please. Adel Fosmu, or my brother. And I have a pinned tweet at at Andrew Sports is my Twitter handle. Uh, Go there. It's easy to to click on and order the book. I'm starting to get, I got like eight reviews so far. Uh, Seven of them give them five stars. I said, one guy gave it four stars. Come on, man. Whatever. He didn't like that he had to translate the title. Uh, maybe something like yeah. that. He didn't say why. But, uh, you know, yeah, I got great reviews so far. Books seems to be selling well. So. Adele Fosmu. I can't wait to read it on vacation. Uh, available at, uh, if you go to Andrew Sports, Chrissy's Twitter, nice link there, but available at Amazon. Too. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, you can go to Book Locker as my publisher. It's a, yeah. you know, it takes a little longer to get it that way, but, you know. All right. I don't know why it's longer to get it from the publisher than it is from Amazon, but they tell me that, that it is. Oh, book business! Just, just so life. I get the check. <laughs> do, you, do you think you'll re, you'll continue to write books for the rest of your days? Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm working on two right now. Wow. Yeah. You think you'll start wearing a hat? I want a sport coat. <laughs> Didn't you hear Costanza? Writers <laughs> wear sport coats, right? He was wearing. Isn't those. that what people write books do? <laughs> I was wrong. All right, let's go. Next game. Oh man, I respect it. Sunday. Uh, we are on Sunday, right? The early Sunday. Game. Ten, uh, Second game. Ten Pacific time, one Eastern. Dolphins at Bills. So remember again, double header on Saturday, triple header on Sunday, and then a Monday night game for Wild Card Weekend. This is the second game on Sunday. The seventh seeded Dolphins who finished the season 9-8 and eight and absolutely stagger their way into the playoffs. And the 13-3 and three Bills, the number two seed, hard to believe that the Bills actually ended up with this record, again, a week after, a week after, rather, everything that went on with DeMar Hamlin. And again, so thrilled that he is doing so much better. Uh, this is going to be on CBS. The Dolphins, by the way, in case you missed it, they snapped a five-game losing streak yesterday, beating the Jets, uh, 11 to six. We'll get to that momentarily. Tyreek Hill speaking of, you know, uh, injuries yesterday, he had an ankle injury in the second quarter. He did come back, but they end up going up. I mean, just cut to the, to the end of this game, Jason Sanders, 50 yard field goal, put them up nine to six with 18 seconds left. And then a pitchy, pitchy woo that ended up in a jet safety, which by the way, 
if you looked at your your phone and wanted to see the final score on it, it took a while for yeah. most to register that it was 11 to 6. Obviously, that had a lot to do uh, with the point spread from being a three-point margin or a five-point margin with a three-and-a-half as the point spread. Dolphins do get the, the money, win it 11 to 6. The Bronco so, final was terrible. This one was okay. Great for you. <laughs> yeah. Skyler Thompson, 20 of 31 for 152. No touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once. They held the Jets to 11 first downs and 187 total yards, just 38 rushing. Boy, that Jets defense, though, to keep them in that game, uh, so good. And Skylar Thompson, boy, oh, boy, do the Dolphins have question marks. Again, Tua Tagovailoa still in, pro, in a protocol, concussion protocol. We don't know about Teddy Bridgewater's finger. So right now it appears to be Skylar Thompson. Now, Buffalo, hard to believe they closed out the season winning seven games in a row. Obviously, they missed the one game. But they do end up on a seven-game winning streak, largely against mediocre football teams, but they still won them all. But this, I mean, you couldn't write a script more amazing than this yesterday. Naheem Hines, after everything that the Bills went through this past week, takes the opening kickoff back 96 yards to the house. I mean, chills. You submitted that as a Hollywood script. They would tell you to take it home and rewrite it. 7 to nothing Buffalo. By the way, 14 to 14 game, fourth and one at the Buffalo 42. 10:55 left in the third quarter. Jones to uh, Hunter Henry for five. Two plays later, Jones picked by Tredavious White. This is really the sequence of events that really turned the game. Two plays into the Bills' ensuing drive. Devin Singletary fumbled at the Buffalo 11, but New England had to settle for a field goal and only went up 17-14. to And that's when the game took off for the Bills because on the ensuing kickoff, Hines took it to the house again. 101 yards this time, 21-17 to Buffalo. And after the Pats were forced to punt, next Buffalo drive, Allen to Josh Brown, for uh, John Brown, pardon me, smoke for 42, 28-17 Buffalo with 130 left in the third quarter. And then after that, they just traded touchdowns from there. Uh, they traded turnovers, but the Bills were already ahead to stay, and they do win it and win it 35-23. to Allen, Josh Allen, 19 of 31 for 254, three touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked twice. Stephon Diggs, 7 for 104 and a touchdown. So there's a line with Skylar Thompson. There's a line assuming it's Teddy Bridgewater to me. Mm-hmm. If it's Teddy Bridgewater, I would say it's like 7.5. If it's Skylar Thompson, it's got to be like 10.5, right? Well, I got an 8.5 with Teddy Bridgewater, uh, but 11.5 with Thompson. Okay. Now, I opened at 11. Uh, I saw it lower. Uh, I, you know, I saw 11 and 10 and a half. I wanted to be on the high end. I'm still at 11 right now. I see a lot of 10 and a halves. I see a lot of 11 still, but right now I'm going to stay high on it. Um, you know, even if it is Teddy Bridgewater. And, you know, I on this show, I've loved Teddy from his Louisville days. He's not the same. And yep. this, this, the team, I mean, Buffalo's, you're right, they beat a lot of mediocre teams down at the end, but they did win. And Miami just right now, with anybody at quarterback is just not that good of a team. Really you know? So I really, I, I like, Bob. I hate to go chalky here, but you know, I like Buffalo. Um, you know, I, I'm not crazy about him. I think 11 is a better number than, than anything lower. The parade of mediocrity continues in this game next year. The, the, uh, the, actually, this is the uh, second game on uh, on Sunday. I said uh, earlier it was the second, but this is the second game on Sunday, correct? Yes. It is sec- second yeah. game, one thirty percent for time, four thirty Eastern giants at Vikings. NFC matchup between the 9-7-1 and one Giants, the 6th seed. And remember, they already knew they were the 6th seed locked into that, headed into yesterday. At the number 3-seeded Vikings, who end up the season 13-4. and four. This is going to be on Fox. Giants started the season 6-1, and one, closed it 3-6-1 to end up with their 9-7-1 record. They started Davis Webb. I mean, Brian Dable handled this completely differently than Brandon Staley did. He started Davis Webb, not not only not Daniel Jones, not even Terod Taylor. Mm-hmm. So Davis Webb plays, elevated from the practice squad, um, and they lose. I mean, they made it interesting. They lose to the uh, Eagles and really comported themselves quite well in the process. Huge move on Philly. We opened 14. We closed 17. This is a, yeah. a great cover wow. for us. Couldn't, couldn't make it high enough on the Eagles. And then there's the Vikings. And let's just say it again, the Vikings with the most, as, as Aaron Schatz will be on this week with us from Football Outsiders, he called them, I don't want to call them frauds, I want to call them historically interesting. The Minnesota Vikings finished the season 13-4 and with a minus three-point differential, 11-0 and in one-score games. Dalvin Cook got hurt in the first quarter yesterday, 
Jefferson and Cousins played the first half. Cousins ended up 17 of 20 for 225. One touchdown, no picks. He was not sacked versus the Bears. Jefferson becomes the youngest player to lead the league in catches and receiving yards. 128 catches for 1,809 yards in 17 games. He did fall short of Calvin Johnson's record of 1,964 yards, set over 16 games in 2012. He was a little uh, upset about that, but he understood. Osborne yesterday, 5 for 117. 482 total yards for the Vikings. But this is, we called this a couple weeks ago, the fraud bowl. I think, you know, the Giants at the Vikings feels that way. And so we had some basis to determine what the uh, point spread here would be. I said Vikings minus three and a half. My numbers come to the Vikings one. But I I immediately, you can see in my notes here, I got a plus next to it. So I knew one was too low. I think three is a take. And that's what it is. And I opened two and a half. They laid it to me. Uh, I have a feeling this might wind up being a two and a half, three game, which is always, you know, something And we'll get to that later. When we get to Tampa. Um, that's always big for us, but I, I do think this, this game has a chance of being a two and a half, three game. I just think three is a little too high. You go look at that Viking team and you know, they, I mean, listen, they won a lot of games, whether home or on the road. They're just, you know, I don't give them a big home field advantage. I give them one point no. for being at home. You know, and the Giants, not that they're great. I don't want to, you know, empty out on the Giants. But I think three, to me, three is a take in this game. I just, you know, I said this at the top of the show. I want to say it again. Both things are true. February, I'm going to be dreaming of handicapping these football games and watching football. We love football. On the other hand, there's never been so much mediocrity that the, the first weekend of the NFL playoffs can't absorb them all. Three will get through to the, to the following yeah. week. Oh, yeah. One and of it, these teams going on to the second round. And it makes handicapping that much more difficult because you just don't know what you're getting. Coming back, final two games, numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network, guessing lines. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin is here, Chrissy Andrews. Uh, clean up a few things, or just to sort of uh, put the bow on a few things. One, uh, people who cashed on the under, uh, my voice not getting there on Friday, Kelly, they want a refund because I actually did get to the end, but you called it. So people, a couple people are mad about that on Twitter. Yeah, sorry. That, that, that ticket cashed. Well, there's not live betting when an event ends. The event ended when I had to do the first live read or whatever. <laughs> I, there was a medical incident at one point during the show. <laughs> yeah, there's not, it's not like the... Uh, not like there's still a foot, not like a Seahawks Rams game is still going on today. That ended. Two, um, the gentleman who had the Colts yesterday in Survivor, and again did hedge to some. Excuse me, did uh, chop to some degree. We don't know the details. So the final three did have some sort of chop, whether it was for guaranteeing a million for everybody, five hundred thousand. I don't know. None of us do. There's an NDA. He also, in addition to have the in addition to having the Jaguars available to him, had the Vikings available to him, Ugh. and opted to take the Colts yesterday, who got fourth and twelve and fourth and twentyed by the Texans. Um, and then third and final thing, oh, Chris Valika, Chrissy, very angry about the uh, about the Chargers, and actually makes a point while everybody is raging at Brandon Staley. I made the point earlier that while everybody's raging at Brandon Staley. Mike McCarthy deserves some rage, too, for playing all the Cowboys oh, for that yeah. full game. Um, he was saying, it's got to be more than Staley. Like how the GM doesn't come in and tell him, you cannot play these guys, period. You're not yeah. playing them. Well, I said on other radio shows, probably this one, too, I says, over the years, the Chargers tend to do chargery things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that's I, – I like Jacksonville in this game. I really do. I like them. You, I think they win the game. You cheat on us and you do other radio shows? I didn't know that. Hmm. In the past. Uh, in the past. <laughs> can't hold that against me. That's right. I mean, take it for what it's worth. If Mike Williams, if I knew he was healthy and playing in this right. game, Gil. But he's never healthy, as you I'd, point out. Well, yeah, that's true. But yeah. I'd probably be betting the Chargers. Uh, but right now, it's a complete stay away from me. Let's go to the final game on Sunday. 8-15 Eastern, 5-15 Pacific time. Ravens at Bengals. Six-seeded Ravens, 10-7. and seven. Against the uh, three-seeded Bengals, 12-4. and four. And by the way, um, the NFL, because the Bengals beat the Ravens yesterday, no longer has to worry about the awkwardness of a coin flip determining the uh, home field in this game. Remember, had the Ravens won yesterday, the Ravens, by virtue of having swept the Bengals, but the Bengals still having a better record, were given the coin flip uh, caveat where if they had won that coin flip, they would have actually hosted this game. But because the Bengals won, that is not an issue. So Baltimore started Anthony Brown yesterday. They sat four other starters, including J.K. Dobbins, Mark Andrews, Marcus Peters. Lamar Jackson ruled out for his fifth straight game. 
Tyler Huntley was inactive with tendonitis in his right shoulder after starting the past four games. Um, bottom line is they, uh, you know, listen, they lost. By the way, there's another scenario also yesterday where they could have moved up to the number five seed if they won that. But obviously, when they lost, they were locked into the number six seed, and that's why it was weird that Brandon Staley played all his players. Anyway, Brown ended up 19 of 44 for 286. That box score ends up looking better than how he looked the first half of this football game. No touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked four times. Isaiah likely eight for 103. They held Cincinnati to 15 first downs. It's pretty amazing they stayed in this game. Uh, they they outgained Cincinnati 386 to 257. They were minus three in turnovers, though, and that led directly to a 21 to three disadvantage. Sixth straight game for the Ravens with 17 points or fewer, tied for the longest streak in franchise history. And now the real uncertainty is, will Lamar Jackson play in this game? He's missed the last five with a PCL strain, uncertain about his timeline for return, as per last night for Mike Florio. Cincinnati, eight-game win streak. Burrow was 25-42 of 42 for 215. One touchdown, no picks, two sacks yesterday. Jamar Chase, eight for 86 and a touchdown. But as we mentioned, 15 first downs and out game, 386 to 257. Were it not for the plus three in turnovers, who knows? Um... So again, we have some basis upon which to guess this line, and I said Cincinnati minus six, assuming Lamar is not playing. And then even if he is playing, I mean, what do we really expect from him? I don't know. So much uncertainty here with the Dolphins and the Ravens at quarterback. Uh, You know, I got it six plus, you know, So I opened seven when this game was six and a half pretty much everywhere. And uh, it's still six and a half. There is a seven I see at stations. Uh, but we took action plus a seven. I'm down to six and a half right now. Um, again, I hate to be chalky here, but, you know, you know, Hundley and Brown are horrible. Brown is Brown horrible. is beyond horrible. Brown Hundley was- is just Terrible. We would bet against Brown when he was at Oregon. It was horrible. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and if Lamar Jackson comes back, he hasn't played, what, five weeks? Hasn't practiced, I don't think, during all that time either. How good is he going to be? You know, I do not want, now forget, you know, power ratings. I always say power ratings are a place to start. You know, power ratings come to six. But, you know, it's got to be more than that. And, you know, the Bengals, and, you know, listen, I'm a Steeler fan. I hate seeing all this success out of Joe Burrow. This kid is legit. He's phenomenal. This kid is. He made that statement yesterday. What's your window of opportunities? As long as I'm in the, as long as I'm playing here, and he's a hundred percent right. This kid is legit. So I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay high on this game. I like the Bengals in this spot. Uh, I know this tends to be a, um, a round of a lot of dogs, but I, I, I'm a little chalky. But I like the Bengals here. Let's go to Monday night, Kelly. Wrap this up. Yeah, Monday night we've got the Cowboys at the Buccaneers. <sighs> number five seeded Cowboys, twelve and five. Number four seeded Buccaneers, who entered the postseason at eight and nine. Oh my God! Does this game not represent the weekend better than anyone? Yep, this is the best one. This is on ESPN. This is a rematch of remember that Week One Monday yeah. night game, when that horrible nineteen to three game where both teams looked awful. Dallas uh, yesterday against Washington. Let me just go through their drives, and I'll leave it at that. Fumble is the first half. Fumble, three and out, muffed punt, three and out, pick six, three and out, three and out. Got their second first down of the game at the two-minute warning, and that was their touchdown drive. 13 to six, they missed the extra point. So they were lucky it was only 13 to six because Sly missed an extra point and two field goals at that point too. Here's the second half. Three and out, three and out, three and out. Three and out, turnover on downs, three and out, three and out, end of game. Outscored 13 to nothing in the second half. By the way, Dak was in for all of those but the last two drives. He ended up 14 of 37 for 128. 14 of 37 for 128. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked once. Interception now for Dak Prescott in seven straight games. By the way, for those, my buddy Michael Montesano had a, a ticket on Josh Allen to end up with the most picks I bet in the league. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Davis Mills and Dak just yeah, snaked tied. it from everybody. Yeah. 15 each. They did. Dallas ended up against Washington, ladies and gentlemen, with 10 first downs, 188, 182 total yards in a 26 6 loss. Their record this year is 1 in 4 on grass. Talking about the surface now. 11 and 1 
straight up on turf. That's the Cowboys this year. They'll be on grass in Tampa. Brady got pulled prior to halftime. He was 13 of 17 for 84. One touchdown, no picks. Not sacked in their loss to Atlanta in a game in which Tampa Bay only had 12 first downs. But again, Brady played less than a half. I said Dallas minus four, but I'm probably too high on that. Yeah, you are. My numbers come to three. Yeah. That's what I open. Uh, I don't have time to go into everything about this game. But a couple of things. This being Monday night, being it's the Cowboys, being it's Tom Brady, being it's a three, and I think it's going to be a two-and-a-half, three game, our handle will be monster, monster on this game. Of course. Monster. But I do want to say this. This has been a career – uh, this is the kind of game that Brady has won over his over the career over his career. His defense will keep it close. He figures out a way to win at the end. I'd love to bet against both these teams. <laughs> Obviously, you can't do you that. Can't do it, yeah. Dallas defense is playing horribly the last month and a half. Well, I'd say the last three games for sure. But I'd say the last month. They're not as good on grass because you know, it cuts down their speed. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know. They did win 12 games. You got to give them something for that, but I'd love to bet against both teams. And I think somehow Brady pulls this game out. There are three games. I want no part of on the preflop side. And then chalky McChalkerson. I might actually like Cincinnati, San Francisco and Buffalo. Yeah. I, I laid a couple just smaller bets to kind of take a position to see where it's stuff moved. Cincinnati being one of them. Want to hit some breaking news real quick before we get out of here. Cardinals have fired Cliff Kingsbury and it is just a sprain for Kevin Durant out two to two weeks. No surprise on Cliff Kingsbury. No. He comes the second coach here in uh, less than 24 hours to get scuttled. We've done all we can do. Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.